Hey there, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. Now, if you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review so your friends know that this is a show that they can learn from. Follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. Now, enjoy this episode. Hey, welcome back, ladies and... Ugh, I lost it. I don't even have a good intro. Whatever, it's DIY Money. Yeah, DIY Money. (laughs) Cutting to the chase. We're getting right into it. Uh, Let's go through some housekeeping odds and ends. The boot camp. It's killing it. Absolutely killing it. Yeah. Love it. If you missed it, look, you're not part of it. It is what it is. I'm sorry. Uh, you can go and you could download uh, the archives. They'll probably be up in the next three or four weeks. They're on the website, DIYMoney.org. DIYMoney.org. Uh, $4.99. But well worth it. Eight hours of content. Really carving out a lot of stuff. And the questions have been fire. Notice what I did there? Fire. My kids kids say fire and then i say fire and they go dad that's not oh that's i thought the cool. questions are all about fire no financial independence retire as, as an, an entrepreneur, entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> all right we won't go down that rabbit hole either okay. uh what other housekeeping how's insta diy dot money good it's got a dot in there hey let's talk about destin for a minute destin is doing some uh interning for us this summer she is tying up all the marketing loose ends that we have out there and uh, She's working got a big on, job. She has a big job. And so we're really excited to see what happens. No pressure, Destin, who's in the studio audience today, to see what happens with DIY money as we tighten things up, look to really, you know, kind of create some cohesion. What else? I like cohesion. What else you got? What else is going on in your life? Give the people an update. Not much. It's All summer. Right, let's keep going. Summer vacations, I guess. <laughs> Checking out. Okay. It's like 80 degrees now. All I right. just want to go north. Hey, by the time this airs, my race will be over. I did awesome. Did you? It was amazing. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, let's go. We got another question coming in today from... I think it's Sam. Sam! Are we sure? Probably. All right, Sam. What do you got? D-I-Y! Hey guys, this is Sam in Baton Rouge. I'm wondering if y'all can do an episode that explains vesting schedules with your employer 401k. Um, I left my employer a couple years ago and I still have my 401k with them. Um, And looking at the vesting schedule, I don't think it's all 100% vested, but uh, I'm wondering if I need to leave it in that account for as long as possible so those Funds can continue to, you know, produce dividends and, and, and continue to grow. And if that growth is mine or if that stays with the company when I leave. Yeah, any explanation you can give would be great. Appreciate what y'all do. Thanks. Okay, Sam in Baton Rouge. Vesting means you don't get the money until you are there for a certain period of time. Since you have left that company, that money is not going to be yours. So I didn't really kind of went back and said until I leave the company, but he said he already left the company. So vesting schedule is typically in regards to a profit-sharing component within a 401k. It is not typically on a match. Sometimes, though. Sometimes. We don't see it very much, though. Usually when a company initiates a match, that is yours immediately. So there isn't a vesting schedule. Um, sometimes there is, but more often than not, and you're, that might be the case with yours, but more often than not, it's some sort of profit sharing. Many people that have a profit sharing component of a plan have a vesting schedule, and it's very simple. If the company is going to contribute a significant amount into your retirement plan, they want to know that you're going to stay. You're going to stay for a certain period of time, and those 
those amounts are going to vest. That's also true in the options world. You will get probably incentive uh, stock options or ISOs, um, uh, just general employee stock options. They could have a vesting schedule. So vesting is just a simple term that just means they have to basically become yours over a certain period of time. You have to stay at that company for them to to become vested. And then when they do, they're yours. Um, ultimately, however, when you leave, you might be getting a statement that says, hey, this amount is mine, this amount is uh, unvested, and this is what's vested. But if you have left the company, uh, the growth in the unvested amount is is not yours. They're not going to separate it out. They're just going to say, well, now that I say that, is the unvested amount static? And then if it grows, it, it it's not going to be. So they might say $2,500 is unvested, and if it grows to $2,600, the $2,500 is still unvested? No, it would be the total amount that's unvested. Twenty five. It would be 25 to grow to sit 26 Yeah, I mean, if, if the unvested amount is invested in employee stock options or a fund, something yeah, of that nature. Yeah, it's still going to stay unvested. The unvested yeah. portion is going to be unvested, unvested until you reach the vesting date. Yeah, so if you've left the company, in my personal opinion, there's probably, you need to get a second opinion, speak to an advisor. There's, there's zero incentive for you to be keeping it there thinking you're going to become vested because you're not. It's not going to be the case. If you've left and you have an opportunity to roll that money into your new 401k, that is a good option to explore with somebody. Um, but but again, thinking, hey, I've left this company. I'm now on a, still on a vesting schedule. You're not. What else you got, Daniel? It's pretty good. Uh, you covered it pretty well. Now I just want them to play Garth Brooks for the rest of the episode. What? Where did that come from? Colin Baton Rouge. Oh, that's impressive. There you go, Steve. Throw it in yeah. now. Yeah, so this is one of the things, if you are at a place that does uh, employee stock options or uh, unvested parts of your 401k or something, th- this may be a consideration. Uh, it shouldn't wag the tail, but uh, it may be a consideration when you turn in your termination letter of what date you're picking uh, for the day that you want to terminate your employment. Uh, because if you are close to one of those uh, vesting dates, sometimes those are quarterly, sometimes those are annually, you might want to stretch that date out just a little bit to capture that last little bit. Um, if, if you're talking about a couple days and it doesn't make a difference in your personal life and you can capture that last little bit of income, sometimes uh, sometimes that can add up, especially in terms of uh, stock options that, that may be vesting. Um, just Especially if you've been there multiple years, you've gotten multiple tranches or uh, yearly gifts, you might actually have three or four years worth that are vesting uh, here in the next whatever quarter or whatever it is that you might want to hang on for. Just do the math. Absolutely. I don't know. They could go down some other rabbit holes, but I don't think we're going to do that. We're going to keep this one short and sweet. It was a good question, but again, zero incentive uh, to keep it there thinking you will become vested um, even though you're no longer at the company. Yeah, if you don't see this on your statement, an unvested portion, you can probably assume that you are vested yep. in your 401k. So don't run to your 401k statement and go, oh man, some of this might not be mine. If you've never seen the vested, unvested part on your statement, your account login or something, then it is just a basic 401k where you put money in, the company puts money in, and if you left today, what's in there is yours to roll over. So don't freak out. Yeah, and the only other thing I would say is I think it is important. Many people change jobs, therefore they change 401ks. 
we often meet with people, they've got scattered, they've got 401ks scattered all over them. They haven't even seen one in a long time. They can't find a statement, forgot to log in. I think you got to get into a positive habit of either rolling those into uh, an IRA outside of the previous 401k when you leave a place of employment or moving it over to a new 401k that you might have at your company. Many companies at a 401k allow you to transfer in 401k monies from outside. But I think you should get in the habit of keeping those monies together, uh, consolidated, so you know where they are, you're watching, you're managing, etc. This sort of approach of scattershot, I've got all these around, I'm not really watching them, I don't really concern myself with them, I think that can be dangerous. Which would you do and why? Would you roll it? If you were changing employers, would you roll it to uh, your new 401k or would you open up an IRA and roll it there? Yeah, so I hate to say it depends, but it really depends. What I typically advise people is if you ever think that there might be a chance you would require a loan from your 401k, it is a good option to consolidate inside of a new 401k. The other thing to consider is if you're pursuing a backdoor Roth IRA, something that we talked about in boot camp, you don't want to have an outside IRA mm-hmm. because that will possibly hinder any sort of backdoor Roth that you're doing. So you'd want to consolidate 401ks so you don't have an outside IRA. So again, those are questions for an advisor. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you don't know, you know, you could just have an outside IRA and you could move monies in and you have it, hey, my outside IRA is at Vanguard or Schwab or Fidelity and that's your home. Now, the only other caveat I'll say, and this is important because I've seen this go awry. Many times people are investing in a Roth 401k portion of their 401ks. Your company match is not going into a Roth. Your company match is going into a traditional 401k. If you are investing in a Roth 401k and your company match is going into a traditional 401k and you leave, that money needs to go into two different accounts. Your money that you've contributed goes into a Roth IRA. Your employer contribution goes into an IRA. Do not make the mistake of just rolling it into an IRA. If you make that mistake, you've lost all the benefits of a Roth. And some of you say, well, that'll never happen. I've seen it. Mm-hmm. I've seen it happen, and you don't want that to happen. So again, you're contributing to a Roth 401k. That's great. You might be very excited about that. It's a great strategy. But your company's still contributing to a traditional 401k. So just know that you can't go into one when you leave that company. That was good. That yeah. was good. We finally threw in something there that I think applies to a lot of people. It's good. All right, let's wrap it up. Odds and ends. I don't know. Check us out on Facebook, uh, DIY Money, or The DIY Tribe. You can check us out on Insta, DIY.Money. And YouTube. And YouTube. Just search DIY Money. All right, friends. The secret to wealth is pretty simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest and do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.